I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Hey, if you're new, welcome to this podcast. I have heard from so many of you, and you're having life-changing experiences from some of the concepts that I have talked about throughout this podcast. And that means that your mind found something it liked and that would work for you. It's kind of embraced it, you're pondering it, and you're trying it on to see if you like it, see if it fits in your life. And that is my hope for you. That's basically the point of this whole podcast, that you get some relief from life happening to you. It's all about redirecting our mind to what you decided when you forget. We all need to keep doing things every day that we don't want to be doing. So, and my friends, you all know so very well that that is a constant struggle. It's a real one. And today I want to talk to you about what do you think about the upcoming holidays? I know in like a day, November 20th at noon, I'm having a masterclass about maintaining our holiday spirit through the holidays. And I hope you can make it to that. The link is in my bio to sign up. We all know the people who post the countdowns and every time you see them they're like guess how many more days till Christmas it's in the middle of the summer sometimes it's like oh it's halfway through we're you know equal from Christmas that has been and to Christmas that's coming and they know the numbers there are also others who sigh and roll their eyes not wanting to talk about it or even think about it until they have to in Utah I've heard people talking about the upcoming winter season and some people are really kind of pushing against it. And I'm I'm on the fence. I'm a little bit this way right now. It's because of how cold it was, how destructive the heavy snow was. And we're all hoping it doesn't come too soon or too much or be too cold. And we've kind of created a little bit of dread around it. It was pretty destructive. We had a lot of roofs collapsing in our area. Sometimes we associate winter with something negative like that, that aligns us with kind of let's sit and worry right now today we're going to sit and worry even though there's no snow yet and we're worrying about having to drive in it we're worrying about the snow and the icy roads and having to shovel and clear the snow away um, to prevent all the damage to the property that's going to happen and we've associated all of it with the bad and horrible things that it comes with like that sometimes we just decide that we're just going to survive it till it's over. One day this just horrible, miserable thing will be gone. And in that place we sit and we worry and we complain, but then also when it's not there and we're complaining about how hot it is, we have to sit back and notice we're just finding reasons to complain. How much of life do we try to avoid? Even when the thing we're planning to avoid isn't happening to us at that present moment we're in our minds pre-canceling our plans so we don't have to deal with it. How can we get out of it? We're not enjoying what's right in front of us at the moment because of all the dread and worry that we've created. Right now in this very moment, we need to grow a list of excuses. All the bad will drown out all the good we have currently because we have so many reasons to collect, to avoid this thing that we're really not looking forward to and that we dread. 
So why don't we allow ourselves to enjoy? When we're planning to be with family and we've decided ahead of time that we're not going to get along, or we've decided before we even get there how it's going to be. We already made this huge pile of reasons, so now we're convinced, and we don't even try to get along with them. We're doing that. Now, you could argue how valid these reasons are and how you'd like to hold on to them. Some of you sound like, well, but they treat me bad and they ignore me, and then they talk to everybody else but me, and they don't pass things to me. There are some real reasons that you think are valid that you want to hold on to. And then you go into the future seasons and the future gatherings, having compiled a whole story and brought it with you. And you think it's the true influence to your mood and how miserable you are at the family party and that that makes you behave that way. Now, if you're someone who loves winter and loves Christmas and loves your family and all the chaos, these areas not, may not apply to you. Maybe you struggle with something different. But for the sake of this concept, maybe you can find something similar. But with this concept, maybe your struggle is with the people who will be at the Christmas gatherings or the work party or the religious event coming up. Maybe you're anticipating it in a dreadful way because you're smart and you know what happens every year when you're in the same room with this person or every time you see or run into this person. But then again, you're still the one looking for the reasons that you won't be able to enjoy being there. You feel so certain that they're the, that exact same way and that they will be doing that exact same annoying thing at the party or at the place that they have always done. How can we not have such resolve and reinforce this feeling so strong within us? How can we let down our guard and not build such resistance? or at least not have an ongoing war in our heads over it because we create our own misery and our own fear and our own dread over the things that we can't change, things that aren't in our control, like the weather or other people's behavior. We're the ones creating the anxiety and dread ourselves when we try to take something on that isn't ours. Well, one of the first things we could do when we notice our thoughts, they'll sound a lot like finding reasons and excuses to cancel, complaining about someone, like they have a gun to your head and they're demanding you do something, right? And you don't want to do it, which really isn't the case. People want to invite you to parties. Maybe you don't want to go. Maybe you feel like they're obligations. We could use, kind of one of the first things you can do is we could use predictability in our favor. We could just plan on it happening. That alone can put some relief in your corner. Make peace with it happening ahead of time. Just decide that that's going to happen. They're going to be the, the way that they're going to be. And that'll provide you some relief. That way you don't have to make a fight with it. Because the fight's inside you. Just plan on it being cold outside. Plan on the roads being icy. Plan on the people licking their fingers and putting them back in the chip bag and grabbing more food and touching the thing that you were going to just dig into. Plan on icy roads because the sun's going to melt the snow, it's going to turn into water, and then it's going to freeze overnight. 
How about we just use predictability in our favor and we don't need a list of excuses. We just cancel if we want to cancel and we go if we want to go, regardless of what other people want us to do. And we don't find ourselves people pleasing. You know you'll be doing some shoveling at some point. You could probably plan on a rude person making rude comments and then the comments being aimed right at you because they don't see you as their favorite person. And that's okay. Isn't it okay that they're just wrong about you? And you can just let all of it happen and that provides you relief. You could approve of it all ahead of time. That's another, another little simple thing you could do. I'm just going to approve of it all happening. I'm going to embrace it with open arms. I'm going to love it. Sometimes I do this because it's just for my own entertainment. This person's going to do this. It's like my own personal bingo game in my head. Yep. Got that one. Yep. That one happened too. Yep. Bingo. Got all five. It's fine, but it doesn't have to own you. When it owns you, it, you, it ruins your day and it ruins your mood. And no one can make you do anything or feel any way that you don't want to. So let go of its control over you. All right. Another good exercise is to ask, do you see yourself fighting with someone this season? And maybe not this season, but do you see yourself arguing, fighting, disagreeing, disapproving of anything this season? If they do that thing again or anything close to it, you're going to what? That's another red flag. Are you rehearsing what you're going to say to them so you can be like ready? So are you holding that fight within you so close? Like nurturing it, like giving it space, kind of creating all this dramatic story around it. Right? Remember when you were at war with something that you don't find your own peace. What if you could try on the idea ahead of time of approving all of it? What if you could just be like, I'm going to prove of everything that happens because I'm not even going to argue with what is. Byron Katie does a really good job of teaching this in all of her teachings and all of her books. I highly recommend it. Why are we so surprised when the same things happen to us every single time anyways? Another good question to ask yourself when this happens is what is your part in the cycle of it happening? I'll give you a little help. Most of the time, it's your need to look for it. You're watching for it. You're observing for it. You're on guard. Have you ever noticed if you're going to go buy a car, a new car, and you've been looking into like certain new cars, you'll notice every one of those cars driving down the street. And the dealership did not put that car more in your neighborhood or area for you to see it so you'd buy it. <laughs> like You're just focused on it. You're looking for it. Maybe you're also thinking dividedly against them in your own mind. If you're against them, but you're so disapproving of them being against you, how is that similar? How are you kind of doing the same thing they're doing? Do you go into winter thinking like it's not going to snow this year or it's not going to be cold? I hope it's going to be warm and sunny. I know what we'll do. We'll have a Christmas picnic because it's going to be so warm and so sunny this year. Nah. And then about the family gatherings or parties or workplaces or just things that you experience that are, that are tough and stressful, like the, the money and the financial burden, like you don't have to overextend yourself. You know, you expecting that this year you're going to have more money. This year you're going to get along. This year you're going to spend less and then you overspend. This year you're going to undereat and then you overeat. 
it's a little absurd to think that this year everyone's going to get along. In fact, they're going to go out of their way to make amends and admit any wrongdoing that they've ever done to you in the past. And they'll finally see that it was them the whole time and that you were right. Is that what's going to happen? No, you'll set yourself up for disappointments every time expecting that one to happen. Their rude comments and judgments against you or your kids or whatever, and their bad behavior has possibly always been there, right? So you're just hurting yourself when you go into those situations telling yourself that anything's going to be different. How about like, this person's going to be kind this time. They'll see how they've been wrong all these years. Or some people you struggle with your parents. Your parents are finally going to appreciate all you do for them. And why would they today if they never have? Or the snowplows, they're going to keep up. In fact, my road is going to be the priority this year. But it's never been the priority. It's always been the last priority. This one's funny. How about the kids? The kids are going to be so grateful for all the extra efforts in making the holidays so special for them. The ones that are old enough are going to praise you for all the thought and all the planning that went into every little outing, every homemade meal, every treat. How about all the gifts and the stocking stuffers? You're going to be the star. You're going to have everything you've ever wanted this year. And your husband, he's going to make it so easy on you. He'll be present and helpful and attentive. He's going to know exactly what you need before you even ask. Before you even know you need it, he's going to be right there with it. And you won't have to do half as much by yourself this year, this time, right? And when all of that aligns, then you can enjoy the season. Because you have leftover money at the end of the year. You didn't extend yourself. You have peace. Everybody's getting along. You were right the whole time. Everybody adores everything you do. Notice that everything that I'm mentioning right now sounds pretty amazing. And it would make it really easy to be happy. But it's everything that's outside of you. And peace is a decision that comes from within. So our brains are wired for problem solving and this becomes a problem because we have the need to find what is wrong with everything around us and it never sleeps. That's what steals your happiness. Just when you let it run on its default programming, you can become miserable. But when you notice it's happening, and your mood is low, and the dream season isn't happening, and you just want to cancel the whole thing, it's not someone or something around you causing it. Let go and undo that thinking. No, it's not them. It's you. It's your thought. It's your need to blame. It's something you are thinking. Because what your mind focus on, focuses on gets bigger. It grows. It's more noticeable. So at this time, You'll need to have put in place for yourself a reminder. What can you draw from, right? You notice you're in a low mood and you're like, I'm causing it, but how am I causing it when all of these things are to blame? You need a reminder. You need a reminder of who you are, that you want love, that you want peace. And where do you find it? If it's most important to you, what is it that brings it to you? What is the process of your redoing? How are you able to maintain you instead of losing yourself and disconnecting from yourself when things outside of you go wrong? The disconnection from ourselves is what's making our low mood. Our low mood comes over us and what is happening is we have disconnected from ourselves. 
it's important to know because we think it's them. We think it's our situation causing the low mood, but it's not. There's stress and there's chaos. Sure, it may be stressful. It may be chaotic. You may have anxiety, but you don't have to. What does that have to do with the way you feel having chaos around? Do you want a calm life and a calm season and a calm gathering? Then choose calm responses. No matter what big powerful person or system or political event or boss is around, even if they dictate what you do next, they cannot touch a sacred place inside of you of belief. All right? That sacred space that's inside of you given to you by our creator. Don't just hand your power over to them and change your narrative into a victim like they did it to you. You decide what it all means, but make a promise to keep yourself in the driver's seat in your own life. If you slip up and realize that you're no longer the one driving, promise yourself ahead of time that when you notice, you'll do what it takes to get back in the driver's seat, no matter what, and do it. You can be a promise. You can be a peaceful human in the room with other annoying humans. You can maintain you. It is possible. And if you thought of anyone while I've been sharing this concept, please share with them because that's how the heavens reach us is through each other. And I want to invite you to come work with me. All right. This is my offer. I want to offer to you to come work with me because there's a better life. There's, there's a better way and only you know it. And as soon as I open your mind to what the possibilities are, you grab something that works for you and you run with it. And that's the way it's supposed to work. That's how effective coaching is. It's not my ideas. It's yours. I have package prices on my website. And as always, the first one's free on me. So you can understand the life-changing value you get out of it. It changes you from here and it grows in strength over time. And even after the package of sessions are over, your understanding never stops expanding. Once you understand these concepts, it grows from here. So I promise you get your value out of it. Get on lifecoachalisa.com, sign up for a time to come chat with me. Purchase one of my packages for ongoing chats throughout the next nine weeks. There's six sessions to use in the next nine weeks that you can find on lifecoachalisa.com. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.